Yeah, so sorry I was a little late. We were at the movie theater. I mean, I feel like that is a... Now, since y'all have the Alamo Drafthouse movie pass, it's going to be like, if you're ever looking for Ryan and Tara, just check your nearest draft house. Pretty much. Um, we were seeing Richard Jewell, so... How was that? I liked it. Um, there's a little bit, like... There's obviously a, 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 very, a kind of conservative bent to it because of Clint Eastwood and the fact that it's a story about, like, the media and the FBI are the bad guys right now. So, mm-hmm. But it was really good. I think uh, we're a little biased with the uh, main character because that's actually Tara's cousin. Like, second cousin is, is the guy who plays Richard Jewell. Remind me who that is. Paul Walter Hauser, I believe. And he was in... Um, I, Tanya yes. and Black Klansman and... Oh, oh, I saw, some I other saw stuff. both of those. Um, wow. He's a little bit indistinguishable in Black Klansman. I think he's got like a long-haired wig and... Okay, okay. Uh, I actually really enjoyed Black Klansman. Um, so, oh, wow. So, yeah, so he's really good in this. Like and and it's and it's pretty much putting him on display. I do feel bad because even just looking at his IMD page, IMDb page, he's clearly been trying to lose some weight, and like I think they made him put it back on for this. Oh, yeah. He was in. I'm trying to think. Nothing else like huge. Some show called Kingdom. I think he was in. I don't know what that show is. Mm, I'm not familiar with that. Um. Well, that's really cool. Yeah, I um, it's funny. I, I was reading a little bit about the the movie. First of all, I didn't realize Clint Eastwood's eighty nine years old. Oh my god. Um, which like somebody correct me if that's if I'm if like that was a typo or I misread that because that seems really old. But actually, do you want to correct me? Do you just want to look up how old Clint Eastwood is? Uh, yeah. Give me one second. I'm sh- I, I, like I, I see a picture of him, uh, from uh this movie just like on. Paul's page and I 80 89 does not look out of like if you look at a picture of him now yeah that seems about right uh let's see 2019 minus 1930 is 89 there you go wow um <laughs> yeah so um but I was reading one one I guess it was a review from NPR of this movie and I don't like to read a lot of reviews about movies but it was that um Basically, they completely the movie completely smears. I guess the Olivia Wilde character, the reporter she plays. Um, well, it's it's interesting because it it's funny to me that it pretty much does to her character what it's ripping on her character for doing mm-hmm. to Richard Jewell. Like yeah. it's just yeah, completely fabricated and debases him. And and she has kind of a face turn near the end where she becomes more likable, but. It's like she spends so much of the movie being just, just. I mean, she is a big time villain, and stuff like that wasn't great. But yeah, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed anything that was Kathy uh, Ulam, Kathy Bates, or Sam Rockwell, or uh, Richard Jewell. They were all very, very good. Yeah, I. It, it's funny. I actually I read um, what the review I said talked about. I think it was Kathy, but yeah, it was Kathy Bates and Sam Rockwell in particular. They weren't impressed with Olivia Wilde and John Hamm. They were, really, I mean, they were really impressed with Paul, Paul Walter. Hauser? I mean, is that it? Walter? Paul Walter Hauser, okay. yeah. Uh, John Hamm is being John Hamm, and he's doing a good John Hamm. But I wouldn't say it's anything extraordinary. It's just, uh, hi, I'm an angry FBI agent. Go. I also think John Hamm makes a great villain. Like, I think he just needs to lean into villain roles. 
He, I mean, he wasn't too mustache twirly in this, or at least he is for a bit, but then they kind of reveal his thought process near the end of the movie in a way that's like, oh, I see where you're coming from here. Like, and now I kind of understand it. You don't necessarily, you should see it. It's definitely worth seeing. I think it's, I think it's definitely going to, I would be shocked if he doesn't at least get a Golden Have they announced the Golden Globes? They, I guess they would have put they, him on there they, if they, they had. They have announced the Golden Globes. I admit, I don't pay a lot of attention to the Golden Globes. Um, in term, cause A, because there's so many nominees, because they have the comedy musical category and the yeah, drama yeah. category that I just can't usually keep track. Um, so I, I admit that I did not pay attention to those. Um, yeah, maybe they haven't done anything for him then, so who knows if he'll get anything. But I thought he was great. I the, the main takeaway I heard about the Golden Globe noms is that Cats apparently got snubbed, um, and I still, did it. I still can't believe that Cats that that's an actual that's a real movie. I it's so funny because I have a friend who apparently Vulture is doing a twenty five days of Cats articles, like just to you know troll everyone on the internet, and my friend is posting them all. Uh huh. And there was one I saw where it was taylor swift's character doing one of these mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like shoulder shimmies yeah doing a shimmy oh that's in the previews yes and it's not her body right like it's like her head on a dancer's body because that cat has large breasts <laughs> which i do not associate which is troublesome in a couple things one don't associate with uh taylor swift two definitely don't associate with cats and i'm like i have a lot of problems with this gif ryan and i sent it to him and he so he posted something where it was like apparently they talk about that in one of the vulture articles why do the cats have human breasts and then i was like this is ridiculous and then someone like proceeded to want to argue with me about it and she was like i don't know why everyone has such a big problem with this blah 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 and i was like all right lady like i don't 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 really so don't care this I, much i truly can't wrap my head around the the whole concept of the musical whether it's on stage or the, or a movie of cats like it sounds like I said, is it andrew lloyd weber i don't think it is actually yes oh it, it is? is oh okay i believe it is okay I, I, correct me if i'm wrong i think he had a substance abuse problem at one point it seems like one big acid trip like People start talking about like yeah. Deuteronomy and like the Jellicles and like Rum Tum Tumness, and I'm like, what are we yeah. talking about? It's, I have and no cats interest. are gonna get reincarnated. And like, like what? that's the other thing is, my, I hear it's not even that interesting. A, uh, it's just like they're all, yeah, they're all trying to, fe- they're all in a competition to see who gets to go to heaven or something. Or it's this like, is I think, my I think uninformed the cat gets, like, reincarnated. Of cats. So basically, I'm like, okay, Dame Judi Dench, Ian McKellen, Idris Elba. Jennifer Hudson, um, and okay. Rebel Wilson, John, okay, okay. James Corden. Yes, yes, okay. But I don't, I don't, they're not on the same level to me as like Judy Dench and, you. you know, Ian McKellen. And I mean, these are Oscar winners. Um, I mean, but they didn't have to act much. Apparently, it was only their heads, so right. they didn't, it, was, it may but not have been that physical. I just want to know what the producers and directors of Cats have on them. What blackmail did they pull? <laughs> I've, uh, there's a, in the podcast The Ride that I listened to they were talking about what movie were they talking about they were about Mike Myers and Cat in the Hat and this one guy was saying he wanted to curate an entire film festival dedicated to uh, movies in which actors were sued to be in them yes uh, Cats would, should be one of the features um yeah, I oh, I don't know, but um, listeners, speaking of uh, of seeing movies, um, Ryan and Tara and I saw a movie this past week. Um, 
We, I've seen so many movies I can't even remember what we, we saw. We saw together. Knives Out. Okay, you you that's right. I was like I saw Knives Out. I was so obsessed with that movie. I kind of forgot you were there. Your friend was very nice. I want to be friends with. I've already forgot her name because I'm tor- terrible. But she was very nice, and I was like after just like I wish I'd gotten to know her more. I like that whole, whole Alaska story. Like she was interesting. Yeah, that's that's my friend Lindsay. Um, Lindsay, she, yeah, that's right. That's she right. Lives in Lindsay Alaska. Sterling. That's not her name. That's not her name. But that is what, <laughs> that's just... what Ryan kept calling her. I mean, it, and it's funny is she is in my phone as Lindsay karaoke because and I'm in her phone as Laurel karaoke because we met at a uh, karaoke party that one of my good friends in DC had and our my friend basically like match made us she like put, grabbed my arm grabbed Lindsay's arm and is like hi you're both young and fun and single you should be friends and as I put it I always take Suzanne's advice so <laughs> Lindsay and I are now friends she actually came with me to Austin last Labor Day when I came here on my do I still want to move here trip well, she was really nice, and then I felt bad that we went and saw a movie with her because I was like, I want to talk to this person more. Oh, now yeah. movies starting. She's, she's got really interesting stories. She yeah. used to work. Um, I don't know if she talked all about this when I was in the restaurant, but she used to work. Well, do we want to like really divulge a bunch of her? No, I no. I'm excuse me. I'm a professional. I know how to talk. How to tell stories. I just want to make sure. I was just saying she she used to work on the hill and has traveled a lot internationally with government work, and like she has like fascinating stories about like like she's been to like Somalia and Afghanistan and like all things like that and she just has like really really good stories um well that's cool once we were at a bar and she and I also end up having she's the one who I've told this story before in a very recent episode of ours that I was listening to about the guy who like kept staring at us at a bar we were at and then he was guy he went from sober to incredibly drunk very quickly <laughs> and his friends like weren't doing anything and one of my guy friends happened to be at the bar and he had to come like oh, right, save right. us yeah Lindsay was the person who was there with me um really strange things happen whenever she and I go out together nothing happened on Friday night but um she once so convincingly convinced this like group of bros that she was a uh, foreign service officer for state and had been stationed in Niger was so convincing that even I was like you were <laughs> we don't call it Niger anymore not how you say it it's pronounced niger was it i never heard that remember when those like four green berets were killed in niger like last year no i apparently thought it was a whole nother country oh okay but yeah so it's i mean there's nigeria and then there's niger yeah i always just think i just did it last time i thought about niger was on a seventh grade geography test so I have to say that until Niger, until that most recent, you know, tragedy happened in Niger, I did not, I did not think that much about how to say it. And then everyone's talking about Niger and I was like, huh? Yeah. Um, do we want to jump into these episodes? Because Laurel, I don't think you prepared me for what I was about to watch. So I, I fully admit, um, listeners, when I, I had only looked ahead as to what the, the, the first episode we were going to watch was. And then when I saw the second episode, I was like, oh, no. I, <laughs> I didn't warn Ryan. Uh, I also didn't realize it ends on an actual cliffhanger. And says to be my, continued. Yeah, so these are the first. We, we won't get to the second episode yet. But my first two notes for the second episode. And we'll have you think about and then later guess exactly what these notes are in reference to. So the first one is, What? X question mark exclamation point question mark and that's pretty obvious but the second one is holy moly okay and I think you might know what that second one is but before we get there guys uh hello Seattle I'm Ryan I'm Laurel 
and we're the Craniacs. We get together. Don't you worry about how often we get together. And we talk about Frasier. Uh, Frasier and other thing, movies we've seen. And probably uh, in the next few episodes, more and more Oscar talk will start coming up as we're yes. getting into that season, I feel like. Yes. As they say on Shit's Creek, what's your favorite season? Awards. <laughs> um, but... Today we are talking about, first off, is uh, Season 5, Episode 2, The Gift Horse. Yes. Uh, Laurel, you want to hit us with the Netflix I synopsis? I Martin's 65th birthday is quickly approaching and everyone wants to make it a memorable event. I thought you were just going to say, Martin's 65th birthday. <laughs> and that was going to be the whole thing. <laughs> uh, I, okay, not, not an atrocious. Um, not terrible. But really uh, misses my, out on any of the, that's just like the ambiance of the episode. Frazier and Niles engage in their yearly competition to buy him the better gift. They keep one-upping each other until Frazier makes the ultimate sacrifice and buys Martin a humongous big-screen TV. Niles, however, trumps him by buying Martin his old patrol horse... Patrol horse... How do you say this? Agadiz. Agadiz. Now, is Agadiz a reference to something and I missed that? Oh, you know, I meant to look that up. And I When I put in Agadiz, the second word is horse, so we'll just see... Uh, it is an Italian male given name. <laughs> Thank you. Nope, it's just an Italian name. Okay. That's it. Um, what did you think about this one? So this is one that I... I I'm just going to say this for the like 80 millionth time. One that I remember very vividly. Um, mm-hmm. But it's one that's really funny to watch as an adult now. Knowing like... Get, being somebody who like gives gifts to their parents. And also somebody who... I would say is rather conservative on the gift giving aspect of things. I, I couldn't relate mm-hmm. to their let's compete with each other, partly because I'm an only I, child. I, I couldn't either. Well, okay. I don't think I've ever really done that with my sister. We've had times where it's like one of us has a really good idea for a joint gift and the other one is like, I don't want to do that. And it becomes, or you're like, so now I have to pay for what I wanted to be a joint gift all by myself. That's probably the only the closest thing. It also doesn't really super it, it kind of simultaneously feels like a Niles and Fraser thing and also doesn't. Like uh, I don't know. Especially because I think we've hit the trope several times of that Fraser gets Niles bad or Fraser gets Martin bad gifts. He gets gifts that mm-hmm. Martin should like, not what Martin would like. That this seemed Did to You hear that? Was that really loud? No. Okay, good. Sorry, I'm unzipping my jacket. I didn't expect. Like, Ryan I didn't is want you to be stripping. like. <laughs> it's hot in here. Um, I just didn't want like you to be like. Here's the thing, and then, <laughs> and everyone's like, "What the?" Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted my thought. I'm sorry. Um, no, I found this to be such an abrupt change from. There's been at least two episodes mm-hmm. about how like Martin doesn't like the gifts that. Frasier gives him and et cetera, et cetera, that it's suddenly like, oh, Niles and Frasier compete every year to give Martin a better gift. It just didn't, I, I could see them being the type who would go in on a joint gift together for like Martin's birthday. This just didn't, this didn't make any sense to me. Or I thought at first it was going to be um, more of a like, they they compete to give him gifts that are like, and this will be a, a high society gift that will make Martin better. And Martin's like, oh, these are crap. You know what I like? These aren't things I want. These are just things they want me to have. That's what I thought it was going to be at first. I did really enjoy all the stuff around the big giant TV. Mm-hmm. Because every time they shot it, it was like way... Yes. <laughs> it was it was cartoonishly large it also, how they did it. It reminded me of like a those tube TVs that you used to have. But in my elementary school, I went to the same school, first through eighth grade. And in our... 
lunchroom, we had a big screen TV that was that size that you could see it from the other end of the lunchroom. Like, that's how big it wow. was. And um, that that's exactly what it reminded me. I was like, oh my God, it's like the it's like the cafeteria TV. It's where I watched O.J. Simpson Verdict because every... They had that on at your... Uh-huh. Fifth, if you were in fifth your, grade mm. and up, you got to... We got, or we got to go to the lunchroom, to the cafeteria, and watch... The verdict being read live, yeah. And luckily, I was in fifth grade. Sorry, fourth hmm. grade. Um, Wait, I, I, I did, dug, you, did oh, you not get to watch that live in school? The... I don't remember. My big memory about the O.J. Simpson verdict uh, would imply that it was on a Saturday, so that couldn't have been right. Um, but I, I very much remember I was in baseball camp at the time or was like going to a baseball camp either after school or maybe on the weekends. And there was a coach there I really liked until the O.J. Simpson verdict was read. And then I vaguely remember him probably dropping the N-word and being very like racist about it. And me just like quietly going, oh, I don't like this guy oh, anymore. <laughs> and like, he was a good baseball coach, but... Uh... It's horrible wow. human. Um, anyway, sorry. Get back to what you were going to say about the big screen TV. I just, that was my favorite bit was everything around that. But like, it's the gift that keeps on giving. And oh, look, now we have these speakers. And the speakers being arranged just around the Barca lounger. Yes. And, and, and the whole time I'm going, they're just going to write this off next episode. There's no way this is good. Like, I, I thought that A, they were going to write it off. Just, I didn't know how they were going to get out of it. And B, I didn't think they were just... They were just going to be like, whatever, mm -hmm. next next episode. Um, yeah, I... I had something I was going to say. Now I got distracted by my notes, so... <laughs> um, can I throw one more thing yes. in? Uh, I, so I watched the beginning of this episode last session. Same, Because same. it just kind of, like, kicked on real uh -huh. quick. And... I, it was it was it was Roz marches in and just kisses Fraser and I'm like, well, I'd like to see where this goes. And it Roz was hilarious. It was just funny them being so like cool about kissing each other. But then when Niles found them, if you go back and you watch that scene, just Roz, she's hilarious because she's like, hi, and then she starts like kissing Fraser. Oh, neck, I know. And he's like, oh, oh, would you stop that? I know. I I thought I, it was so funny. I also just loved her kissing Niles and saying, "I'll save you the dues for the who has yes. Roz." <laughs> and then they like yeah, and then he's like. Everyone kisses better than Maris. That the beginning alone was a very, very good beginning. Yes. It didn't really go anywhere with that stuff, but I I enjoyed it. Uh, this also remind. Have you ever had somebody pretend to be or or help somebody by pretending to be their boyfriend to make an ex jealous? No, I think I've gone places with women where they kind of like put their arm around my arm to look like they are with me because I am a large man. <laughs> well, hold up. I'm not that large, but I'm I'm tall. Like I'm I look if you didn't know me, you would think I might be a little intimidating. <laughs> and I think I've done that before where it's like it's like or this guy's hitting on us like, "Hey, hey date." And we like walk away. But I don't think I've ever been like, "Hey, let's make my ex jealous." Yeah. Or or known anyone who's really done that. Yeah. Uh, I just I loved uh I just I just yeah, I loved that whole thing. I thought it was funny. Um, also, that Roz got ghosted. I was like, oh, Roz. She, is that what happened with the yeah. guy? I don't know. I just saw Roz kissing and I got she a little She said that they were hot, hot and having for a few weeks and then he stopped calling. Yep. I mean, this was a good two session for uh, uh, the fellow Roz lovers out yes, there. Was, yes. The Roz squad. Yes. <laughs> um, I really, this bothered me actually a lot in this episode, that Daphne is, like, was wrapping the present that Fraser got Martin, and that Daphne was doing all the legwork for the party for Sherry. 
I, I mean, I know we're a few episodes removed from the one where Daphne and Cherry really, you know, come to come to blows. But I was just like, if I were Daphne, I would be like, no, I'm not. I mean, yeah, her she gets paid to do like you live here and you're the physical therapist and then you also do anything else we throw your yeah. way. It's kind of a, like Daphne's the help thing that I'm not a huge fan yeah. of. Yeah. And I know they, they played it for laughs a little bit when like she's like, oh, like maybe that's a good idea. Does it mean I have to go pick it up? Like that sort of thing. But I was just like, I, I don't like this. Like it's one thing to be like, for, hey, do you mind helping out with a party? Here's some errands I yeah. can use some help with. Not like you're going to do everything and I'm going to sit here and talk about how exhausting it is to plan a party. Speaking of that, like the whole, like them blowing up that picture of Martin arresting someone and cutting the hole out. I'm a little upset we didn't get to see this party. I know, I know. It's, because I bet it would have been fun. Sherry jumped out of a cake and sang, uh, you you can cop a feel if I can feel a cop. (laughs) I did enjoy the line when they were leaving the stable so they should get going because Sherry's probably getting warm in that cake. I I like that. I did like the part where Niles goes, Oh, how much? How many brief moments of happiness did that buy? And Fraser's Stopped like, it. "So good." Because <laughs> his face was so just like so small. I, I um, really enjoyed when when Niall says, "You might see a certain, uh, like a, a, a certain uh, fe- like fellow equestrian riding by wearing his triple crown." And Fraser's like, "They don't yeah. give them an actual crown." <laughs> um, that is one thing. So I, I'm a, I'm a big, uh, well, I used to be more. I used to be a very big, like, Triple Crown follower when we had that really big drought of no Triple Crown winners after, what was it, maybe right. affirmed. Um, I would watch the Kentucky Derby every year. I would watch, like, I'd watch the Preakness. And then, oh, my gosh, I would be, like, waiting for um, the Belmont. There was a big thing here where they were, like, at the Austin Statesman, and they put up, like, a big screen and had a party, and they watched the Kentucky Derby. And Tara wanted to go with a couple of our friends, and it was hot, and it was a crowded area, and everyone was wearing those silly hats. And she's like, do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know what about me has ever made you think that this sounds appealing to me. I'm like, I will drop you off, I will go do something else, and I will pick you all up and drive you to whatever bar you want to go to. (laughs) We'll all go. Tara, I'll go with you next year. I'm so happy that you two are planning all these non-Ryan trips. It's just nice. It's like... Except that you keep being like, like, oh, hey, I actually want to come on that too. (laughs) Well, I just want to like be like... If you guys were both like, no, I'd be like, all right, fine. But like, I was like, well, that sounds fun for Ryan. (laughs) Yeah, guys, Tara and I are going to take a um, a gun safety class, for lack of a better word. Like, neither of us want our like concealed carry licenses, but just a class on like, you know, gun safety and everything. Um, mm-hmm. we both are pretty afraid of guns. And so we just like to get more comfortable around them. Um, without actually owning one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, I have one more note in here of, of a line I liked, which I don't remember the lead up to it, but I did like, you're quite a bullshoy artist yourself. Oh, it's Frazier was talking about how good the big screen was going to be for him. Like the Metropolitan yes, Opera. That's what it was. You know, the, the artistry of the Bolshoi. You're quite the Bolshoi artist yourself. Let me see. I think yes. I had, may have had some, some good bon mots, if you will. Um, the Maybe I've said them all. Sometimes when I'm editing and you do funny audio things, I just, like, clip them out myself and just go, <laughs> and then, like, throw them away. But, like, there's, like, a minute or two. But and that one's definitely going to happen. Well, sometimes you send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> Every once in a while. Well, when when it became obvious that you weren't nearly as entertained by them as I was, I kind of stopped. 
Um, I, I think that might be everything I have to say about this episode. And I think I thought this was a good episode, but I am ready to talk. I was, about I was about to say, I have a feeling you're you're chomping at the bit to get to the next one. I. I, I, I very much like this one. I thought it was funny. It wasn't like super like it wasn't like a, a, a VIE in any way, shape, or form. But I think this was a good one to just kind of sh- another one that's like here, here's a good Frasier episode. You should yes. watch this one uh, out of anywhere. Yes. Um, let me let me think about what I'm gonna rate it. I'm trying to think. Oh, I know what I'm gonna go ahead. Go ahead. You go first. Uh, I think I'm gonna give this. Um seven um beer of the month clubs god dang it (laughs) (laughs) Ah, okay i'll give it seven binoculars oh i was was gonna say opera glasses and then i I didn't think that was right and then i couldn't remember if it was opera glasses or binoculars so then i was like oh i could remember the beer of the month i'm sorry i've always kind of wanted to do a beer of the month that i never get around here's the thing i was actually just looking at the of the month clubs um because i have a friend who's really good at gift giving and i just can never figure out what to get her they are ridiculously expensive. Like Oh, oh like, yeah. Even the popcorn of the month where you got a like 10 of pop- popcorn. One, you got a 10 of one 10 of popcorn a month was $20 a month. I yeah. was like, I mean, I mean that's the cheapest one I could find. Um and I was like, "No." So I mean, so beer of the month clubs are like god, I mean, that's like <laughs> close to $500. Well, because it also depends on where you are cuz there's all sorts of laws with shipping oh, yes, stuff true, over true, borders true, true. and stuff like that. Um, I recently, I, I think we've talked about this on, on other episodes about my interest in cryptozoology. Oh, yes, we have. So, you know how they do like crate stuff now? They call them like loot crate, things like that, where it's essentially of the month club. Have you heard of these? Uh, it's, it's, so they do things, they have, they have, the loot crate one is just like nerdy stuff. So you get it, it's like, you pay like 25 bucks a month and they send you like 25 bucks of random oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, yes. Like for ladies, like, we get like birch box which is like ten dollars a month yes or or for a dog it's yes, bark box and things fun. like that yes okay okay loot, loot crate is like nerd stuff so i think i have a pair of deadpool socks i got from like the one month i did so but there's a bunch of stuff in there and most of it i'm just like crap 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 yeah oh crap 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 well so i was uh listening uh, to a a new cryptic cryptozoology podcast and they had one called <laughs> and they had one called cryptid crate and i was like Oh, really? And I was looking it up, and I, it's like, they take your hat size and your shirt size and all this stuff to get you all this cool stuff. I'm like, this is amazing. It's like $40 a month. And I was like, no, thank yeah. you. Like, I'm just like, I just kept telling my friends, I'm like, Is, that's way too expensive. And of course, I'm going to do it once or twice next year. But please don't tell Tara, because she'll know exactly how much I spend. When she's like, why do you have a chupacabra hat? And I'm like, why don't I have a chupacabra hat? <laughs> why don't you? Um yeah. And then I'm like, just kidding. They, I got us two. <laughs> and I put one on her and she's like, yeah. <laughs> rethinking her whole marriage. I, I am the prime demographic for a lot of the like vitamin and beauty and like accessory um, of the month clubs and everything. Because my mm-hmm. Instagram is full of those ads. So um, I, the only one I've done is I did FabFitFun for like a year and a half, which is actually a quarterly box. Um, and it's a mix of like usually get like a scarf and maybe like like once it was like a passport holder and like a luggage tag and then you get some like you know beauty stuff and it was fine hey craniac send us your favorite weird of the month club yes yes please do and see one of my friends gets one where she gets it's not book of the month which it's called like a care package but it also they send her like a pretty current book as well so i saw an ad for one the other day where once a month you get like a sherlock holmes type mystery 
And then every week they send you more clues. And then the next month is a new mystery. I thought that was kind of interesting. There's a bunch of weird stuff like that. Um, but enough enough about things that aren't this next episode. It's time to talk about Halloween. Yeah, this next episode is entitled Halloween. And again, like when I, I knew this episode was coming up this season, I just thought that it was much later. Um, or, or like maybe episode six or something. Niles hosts a Halloween costume party to benefit the Library Association. The guests are asked to dress as the character from literature. <laughs> that is it. Roz confesses to Fraser that she thinks she's pregnant. Uh, Fraser lets a new slip in a inebriated Niles overhears and mishears. Dot, 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 and mishears. Uh, that, that's a good um, synopsis for this. All right. Do you think, what do you think my first uh, note? What with... Five A's. Uh, is Roz saying that she thinks she might be pregnant? Okay, and now holy moly in all capitals. Okay, so where is, is holy moly the, exa- the very next r- note that you wrote down? Yes. Um, Fraser and Daphne going to a microbrewery. No, that was before I think Roz. No, it's when Roz's outfit is revealed. Oh, okay. So you took like no notes in between. I didn't take a lot okay. of notes. Okay. <laughs> it's like holy. I was just kind of watching. I was like, "Holy!" Like that was a. Both of those were things I also said out loud when <laughs> when those scenes occurred. Like it's like Fraser, I think I'm pregnant. What? And then she takes off her her her, her coat. And she has it underneath. And she's like, "I was like, holy moly!" And then my favorite part of the whole thing was later in the episode when Daphne asks uh, Roz for a tissue, and she goes, "If you don't see it, I don't have it." Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm really interested in your thoughts on this episode. I was a little impatient in this episode because I like so many parts at the end that I was like, can we just get to get to some of the lines at the end? I feel like I knew Roz got, had a kid somewhere in this show, but I don't know if I'm confusing her with Phoebe or, I don't know, or if it's just a thing they did in these shows mm-hmm. if they went long enough as someone kind of had an unexpected pregnancy. Um... It ended up being one of those episodes that I like, which feels like a an old play farce thing where it's, you know, it, it, it does the thing I typically don't like in TV shows. I didn't like when they did in The Office where someone mishears something, but in this one it's almost completely used for comedic effect. They do it so often and so quickly that it's just funny. It's not awkward or never a problem. Um I I, I, lo- I like this episode a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, I liked the... I want to talk a little bit about the costume mm-hmm. party. Because I liked the theme. And I've been talking about for years... Um, I haven't done a costume party in a long time. Because I uh, my uh, birthday's around uh, uh, Halloween. So for my whole life, I feel like everyone's always like... When someone new meets me, they're like, Ryan... I have a great idea for your birthday party this year. I'm like, is it a costume party? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, okay. Like, <laughs> like I, feel, I don't know. Because sometimes it feels like it's just kind of getting wrapped in in someone's Halloween party. Um, but I've always wanted to do. do uh, I've always wanted to do uh, what I call the intellectual property free Halloween party, where it's like you always see it in the background of like TV shows, where it's like somebody's a cowboy or a mummy or king tut or like no it's like clearly no one like in any of those things they always get the like like if you go to a halloween party now everybody's like that's someone from star wars and that's someone from game of thrones and that and i want to do one where it's like it has to be a totally original character or just like very generic yes Yes. i've always wanted to do that 
And I thought this did something very close to it. I very much like the literary aspect yes, of it. Yes, I, I, this is all, have become a big thing in elementary schools is you, um, like when you do a book report, you go as your book character and have a book parade where you like, you know, everybody like, you know, oh, puts on a parade and you're carrying the book of the character you're dressed as. Well, they're doing something like that now. I've heard about it a couple times where that's the Halloween thing, so they don't necessarily have to approve everything. It's like, it has to be someone from a book. Oh, okay. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. It, it's probably a combination yeah. of the two. Yeah. Um, what would you go as? And to, to in, Nile, a, to Niles in a book? If you were invited to Niles' oh. Halloween party for the Library Association. I would probably go as... Uh, my first... Uh, knee-jerk reaction is is uh, uh, George from Of Mice and Men because I feel like that's that's smart enough to get in the front door but also it's like it's like you know jeans and a shirt and suspense like it's a pretty easy costume yeah I'd probably go as, a, as I'd probably go as Hermione from Harry Potter do you think he'd allow Harry Potter like I feel like Waldo is too too more well, too mean, recent uh, he allowed somebody to come as Eve saying she was from the bible so well probably because she was dressed as and looked like that yes so. also do you know who that actress is no let me look real quick. or just tell it's, me it's i don't Kelsey know why. now ex-wife at the time current wife camille Grammer. no kidding yes so if any of you watch real housewives of i think beverly hills i believe she's on that franchise off and on kelsey Grammer was on it a touch when they were married but now they're you know apparently her divorce was also a big part of the show she was also in Private Parts as Bikini Girl in Westchester and The Hangover Games, which was a parody of The Hunger Games. Ha ha ha. This looks awful. It's wow. Real, it's a real illustrious IMDb film. Yeah, her last thing was in 2014. Yeah, she had, um, tw she and Kelsey Grimm had twins together, a boy and a girl. Um, so perhaps she kind of stopped acting. Wow, I'm also looking at, did you know we had a celebrity caller this week? Yes, Dorothy. Yeah, who, and did you see who it was? Uh, Roz's manicurist. Yes, I did. It's Cindy Crawford. I did not even I, like. I. You're right, though. We have so few celebrity callers now. I don't even register. I'm supposed to be looking out for that because we barely do. Well, yeah, no. So I, I was. Um, yeah, I, I just happened to see it. Like, I wasn't even really watching the credits. I just happened to see the name Cindy Crawford, and so I hit pause and backed up and was like, "Oh, um, yeah." I think you know. I think I'd probably go as Hermione, or I'd probably go from someone from a. I go as like Emma from Jane Austen, but like then that just means you just put on like, oh, like kind of an old timey dress with a lot of petticoats and like carry around. I, I feel like that's a that, right, but that's something <laughs> that takes some effort. I mean, yeah. One year, one of my favorite Halloween costumes um, of late um, was well, other than last year when I went as a can of Lacroix because that was a lot of fun, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, some, it was a group costume, and some friends and I in New York City did. We went as hipster Disney princesses, mm. and so I went. I, I was Belle, and so I was wearing like a, a yellow dress with like a cardigan, a big cardigan over it with a belt, and I was carrying. Um, I drew a face on like a coffee cup, a to-go coffee cup from like a hipster coffee shop to make it chip the coffee <laughs> cup, and I carried around like a book, like some like I don't know, like historical romance book and everything and i wore glasses and um it was awesome it was it was a lot it was a lot of fun going a little back to emma are you interested in that new emma that's coming out that's a great question actually Lindsay and i were talking about that when we saw the preview for it um i love my mom and i both love the gwyneth paltrow version that came out in the 90s mm, yeah i will totally see this new version though i'm not like no one can make a new version like i'll see this one my, my parents and i though probably over christmas are going to see little women the greta gerwig movie mm-hmm 
That one looks good. I it's it's funny the type of movies I'm interested in seeing since getting that movie pass. But uh, Emma is one that like I don't think Tara has any interest in seeing it. I, I don't know that I'm like super jazzed to see it. But every time I see the trailer, I kind of chuckle. Yeah, well, I, just, <laughs> like, I also just like love the story of Emma so much. I mean, it's it's just it's so good. It's so good. The book is a bit of a slog, I'll be honest. Mm. But yeah. I, I don't see me. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't really focused on your your uh, like your window right now because for some reason you're very dark. But anyway, and all of a sudden, lights on and I... <laughs> right, and all of a sudden that whatever you're drinking came into frame, and I was like, someone's in the room. <laughs> I feel like you really think that's gonna happen sometime. I I think you should like when Clark visits, you should say Clark. Now you should hang behind this couch for the first half of this, and then just like. <laughs> He stands up with, like, a mask on, and I'm like, ah! <laughs> Wait, did I tell you he's visiting? I told you he's visiting, right? Yes. Okay. Are y'all going to be in town? I, I don't know when he's visiting. Oh, okay. I thought maybe I told you when I told you he was visiting. I, I just remember that he is visiting. Oh, um, the 27th through the 30th. Of December? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we'll be out. Oh, okay. That's that's when we're... Maybe not... No, no, the 26th. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably be out. We may be back. I don't know when we're coming back. It's just, but we're that's when we're heading out for uh, to see my parents because we wanted to do a Christmas at home alone. <laughs> but uh, after that, we're gonna take off and see them for a little oh, bit. Oh, I see, I see. So you're just not doing the actual holiday in Dallas. I'm assuming you're going to be at your folks' place on Christmas Eve. We think we've talked about this. Yeah. Okay, never mind. I'm going up to Dallas on the 21st because uh, Uncle Gary and my aunt have every year a gift exchange party which is just a euphemism for liquor and wine exchange and oh that's like i just have a a thought on that but continue um and so i actually don't know if anybody ever brings in something that isn't liquor or wine or like adjacent to that like some i think occasionally people will bring like you know like tumbler glasses like really nice tumbler glasses or something um anyway I believe when I was younger, I was not really invited. Um, <laughs> and then um, I was like, it may have been smaller. I'm sure Uncle Gary's going to email and be like, we invited you all the time and you didn't come. Um, and then I lived in D.C. for six years. And so it used to be earlier in December and everything. And so I would always miss it. It would be over by the time I got home. Anyway, this year it's later and I get to go. So so the thing I made a weird face about was we watched the Jim Carrey Grinch You Stole Christmas last night, which uh-huh. will probably be the first and last time I ever watched the Jim Carrey yeah. Grinch You Stole Christmas. But there's a part where it's talking about the, the Who's are having a Christmas party when like the Grinch baby shows up on the front porch. Don't ask. But they're showing scenes from the, the thing and they're all drinking and running around. And then someone starts passing a bowl around and everyone puts their keys in it. What that, do you know what a key party is? Yes, but I'm trying to I'm trying to reconcile that with how the Grinch stole Christmas. No, I think they were flat out insinuating that the Who's were having a key party. Yeah, they were they were swingers. Yeah, yeah. And Tara and I were both like, what? Like we're both kind of like, oh, this is funny, and trying to ignore the like really loud, really kind of ugly parts of that movie. And then they showed that, and we're like, what the heck? But huh? Um. Anyway, I, I I think the uh, I I think the, the the I was saying this when you couldn't hear me. The Google Hangouts hanging up on us is its way of saying we got to get back to the meat of this. Yes, very, I'm very... sorry. I know. I, I I feel like I just like really want you to do stream of consciousness about this episode. Like, first of all, like Roz is pregnant. Are you ready I... to see like? 
Uh, well, laws. I mean, this is probably me laying down on the. Uh, I mean, this is a a, a psychiatry show in some way. But like, I felt like I was like, oh no, Roz is pregnant. It's like Roz can be pregnant, have a kid, and still yes. be a sexual icon. Come on, Ryan. Yes. It was very. I had to beat back the caveman part of me and and let her. St- I don't know. I you know you know how it is. Um, she her hair looked amazing in this episode. Her, her hair and, did look really. I mean, except at the beginning. Um, right, right. Which I thought she had the flu or something. That's what she looked like. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, Roz is sick. I have to say, I was impressed at what I think is such a like mid two thousands way of handling this compared to how I feel like the nineties would have handled this. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. no one was completely scandalized. No one was like. Well, the scandal was more focused on Frasier did it when they thought it was Frasier and Daphne. It was like Frasier, impre- uh, Frasier got Daphne pregnant and then was a complete piece of crap yeah. at the party. Like that was the issue. And then I, I somehow like was taking notes or kind of like missed the part where I remember them saying Niles was drinking. Like, did Niles start drinking because he heard that they had? So, like, right at the very... Towards the beginning, because I, I remember that Niles is so... One of my favorite parts of this episode is the line when he yells... At, at the end, he yells at Fraser and says, I have proof! And Fraser says, from here smells like 80 proof! Like 80 proof, So, like, yes. I remember vividly that Niles is very drunk in this episode. And I think right at the beginning, when Maris calls to say she's not coming, he then downs, like, a glass of champagne. Mm, um, okay. And I, and then later on, he comes up and he's like, champagne, anyone? Yes. And so, I think you're supposed to think he's just drinking champagne. I think we're also supposed to think Niles has no tolerance. I, well, I also like that his nose is like this yes. the whole time because of when he got smashed in the door, the yes. Cyrano de Bergerac. De Bergerac, I don't de Bergerac. yeah, you're right, de Bergerac. His, uh, the, that getting smashed in the door was fun. And I, I love the bit with, with the the short colleague of his that he thinks is a trick-or-treater. Yes. He's like, and this must be your wife. I don't know this woman. <laughs> trick-or-treat! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, it was a good joke, but it was a pretty easy joke. But, like, the button on the end is, like, what I like about Fraser. They take a pretty easy setup and, like, add a little more to it to make it funnier. Yes. I also liked the maid that apparently Niles has. He, he, he probably hired, it, it's probably, you know, somebody hired, like, to serve at the party. I thought it was a guest. Like, I was like, oh, what maid characters is guest dressed up Well, as? and it's funny. When I watched that, I was like... Now, having been to you know several parties in people's homes that have staff attending to you, uh, they are never in that co- like they're never oh, in a maid outfit. <laughs> right. I, I I run in very you know elite circles, um, Ryan. So you know. Excuse me. My eyes have now become. <laughs> he can basically see his brain at this point, yes. guys. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I feel like I I was more. I, literally, I remember when it gets to the end and it's like they're explaining everything. They're having the moment where it's like, I thought you were pregnant. No, I thought you and him and you were done. And they explain everything and then it's like, well, Roz, we may not even know if she's pregnant. She's like, we do know. And he's like, and and she's like, yes. It's like to be continued. I was like, Laurel, how could you do this to me? <laughs> I. It's funny because I was literally when I like looked at what the two episodes were, I was like. Whoops! And I didn't realize it was. I didn't realize it was to be continued. I was like, Ryan's gonna be so mad. I mean, I, I, I wasn't. I was pretty much like, no. Okay, so like, first of all, no doctor gets back two hours later with the results of a pregnancy test. I am not saying this out of like personal well, like also, experience, but yeah, also at night, like, yeah. like this is a party. So let's say it's at least ten thirty. This doctor's like, 
Ros is her real name Rosalind? I was about to say Rosalind. What is Roz's real name? I don't know if we ever find out. He's like, Roz, I, I've been up all night because, like, he has to, like, you put a pregnancy test, like, in a, in a centrifuge and it does this, <laughs> like, like, or however you do it. Like, it's not something where it's like, I've been working all night. We've just got yours finished. It's time for me to call you. Yeah. So there's, weird. I, mean, I was like, there's, there's two things they could do. They, they put a stick in a container uh, of pee. Oh, I was like, where's this going? I don't know. <laughs> or they do a blood test to test for the HCG right. hormone. And both of those are instant tests. Right. <laughs> or done by Roz Doyle. Let's look up Ro Rosalinda. Oh. Nice. Okay. Um, yeah, like, and there's no doctor who's like, nurse, as soon as this test comes in, I need you to beat me. I'll rush back to the office and call my patient so she can know she's pregnant. But she could call, call her from anywhere, but... Well, like, this is also the 90s, so well, I guess he could, like, you call me, and then, no, I just felt so, like, efficient, like, if you're gonna do it at 1030 at night, yeah, it seems silly. That, that whole thing seemed a little contrived, um, but, you know. And also, let me give you the number of the party I'll be at. No, so, no, she, or no, she should check your answering machine. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I thought she got, it's like, uh, excuse me, Miss Doyle, you have a call in the parlor. <laughs> yes, the maid that we never see was yes, like... Yes, exactly. Um, excuse me, are, are you Roz out of all these people here? Are uh, you Rosalinda I, Doyle? I did enjoy the um, mistaken conversation that <laughs> Daphne had when she thought Roz was just in a car accident. Yes, did you get rear-ended? <laughs> Not exactly. I was like, oh my goodness. But then when she's talking to Fraser and she was like, you know, it happened to me a few years ago and Fraser's like, oh Daphne, I had no idea. And she's like, yeah, a real wham-bam job and never got a penny out of the guy. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think Frazier handled it pretty well. He's like, oh. Like, she's like, she's like, back oh, in, Manchester in Manchester with those drunken yeah. laughs. Happened to me, it must have been a dozen times. <laughs> and he's like, huh, okay. <laughs> I, I just thought that was so funny. This is a good one. I, I like this one a lot. It had a, it, 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 it's, it's, I mean, not to play my hand, but I mean, if, if we want to, unless you got some LOLs, we can rate this let's, one. Let's go ahead and, and rate it. I'm gonna uh, let you go first. I'm gonna give it. Uh, and, and are we doing halves again? I, I, I just, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna say it's an eight leather uh, bustiers. <laughs> um, Speaking I, of eyes rolling around, I'm gonna give this eight pointy hats that are babe magnets. It didn't seem the way they said pointy. I guess it yeah. points, but it pointed yeah, down. Like, I, when I think pointy, I think like. Like a wizard's hat. Like the wizard, and there was a wizard there. Yes, yes. When I saw the wizard, I was like. Is he Gandalf? Merlin. Oh, Merlin. I was, I was like, it's definitely not what Gandalf looks like. Um, as somebody who's never read or watched multiple Lord of the Rings things. So, um. Oh, wow. um okay, guys. So if you've got, if you've got uh, 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 theories on what's going to happen next episode, if you want to tell us what literary character you'd dress up as, or like we said earlier, if you want to talk to us about some strange month monthly service you've heard of, we are Craniacs, C-R-A-N-E-I-A-C-S at gmail.com. We are at Craniacs on Twitter. Search for Craniacs on Facebook and check out our Facebook group. Uh, we are on Overcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and the, the other one, Apple, iTunes. So as long, for as long as iTunes exists. So give us a five-star rating. Check us out. Talk to your friends about us. Um, don't give us less than a five-star rating. Wait, like, uh, if... I'd like to just interrupt real quick. We actually have some... We have some... More people have rated us on iTunes. No kidding. You want to read some of them? Yeah. Um, okay, hang on. Now i got to figure out how to get to that part of... I want to I wanna see one of them before, and we're like, you don't actually listen if you didn't... 
Hang on, I gotta get to like the main page for our show. Okay, here we go. Um, we have 13 Whoa. ratings. Five Whoa. out of five. Whoa! I know. Um, and you know what? I think, and I'm not sure that they're all from people we know. Um, actually, no, I've looked at the ball. They're all from people we know. But the most recent <laughs> one is from August, and it's from Kyle, one of our... Kyle, you need to come and guest on the show. We, we had plans for you to guest on one, and then the timing didn't work out, so that needs to happen again. I'll, I'll get on that. But it's from Kyle, um, and it says, show that discusses Frasier in addition to its impact on the host's personal lives. Very fun. <laughs> Thanks, Kyle. That, that sorry, I didn't, om- sorry, I didn't. No offense, Kyle, but that almost feels like a Netflix review <laughs> of like the most like boop show that focuses on Fraser. He is one. Of, Thank he, you. He's one of our biggest fans. So yeah. Um, Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. Um. But like Ryan is about to say, if you don't want to give us a five star review, think maybe maybe we're more of a four star podcast. Press pause on that, friends. Yeah, we got something you could be doing instead. Instead, celebrate this holiday season with a wonderfully terrible made-for-TV Christmas movie. No matter how you ingest your media, whether it is streaming, whether you have cable, there is a channel with Christmas movies for you. I highly recommend the Hallmark Channel, which I believe this year had 40 new Christmas movies. However, the Hallmark Channel just under, just um, is having a lot of controversy now because they removed a wedding website commercial that showed um, two brides kissing. And so Hallmark is a little bit of controversial at the moment. Um, Up, which is the Faith and Family channel, also has some... I mean, I, these are terrible <laughs> the movies, Faith but they're also great. Channel. It's called Up, Faith and Family. And finally, Netflix has gotten into the Christmas movie game. Um, check out A Christmas Prince 1, 2, and 3. The third installment came out this year. There's The Night Before Christmas. That's K-N-I-G-H-T, as in like a medieval night. Um, there's another one called Let It Snow. There's The Christmas Inheritance. Um, Holiday Calendar, I think, is another one. Christmas Wedding Planner. Guys, almost all of them are rom-coms, and they're terrible, but, like, you can't look away. I saw Noel on Disney+, Plus, and that one was pretty good, and I think Phil fits into this category as well. Did, did the one with Anna Kendrick and Bill uh, Hader. Oh I, oh, I don't know that one. Oh, it's, it's about... Santa's son and daughter and Santa passes and the son is trying to get ready to become Santa but he really doesn't want to and the daughter wants to but there's never been a lady Santa so she's trying to convince the son to do it and eventually spoiler alert she figures out she had the spirit of Christmas inside her all along and why couldn't a woman be Santa it's great do you have jingle bells right there oh I'm here oh on in the background no I I, kept, I swear I was hearing jingle bells, like, ringing. Oh, there's a chance Tara's working on something for oh. <laughs> for music therapy downstairs. Got so it. there's a chance she could be packing up her jingle bells. Okay. But anyway, we are going to pack up our jingle bells for now, guys. And we will see you next time. But until then, I'm Ryan. I'm Laurel. And we're listening. Bye, y'all.